Thank you for joining me. My name is Jenna Fortinsky, and welcome to my podcast, Simply Jenna. I am a registered psychologist and owner of Simply Counseling Services, a private counseling group in Calgary, Alberta. In working with my clients, I have noticed that I offer something different. The difference is simplicity and balance. I want to share that with you using this platform. Join me as we discover together how to keep it simple. Episode number seven, socializing in an antisocial world. I know, I think this is a good topic. Mm-hmm. Me too. And especially, you know, given that we've been in a pandemic for a year. Seriously, cannot believe it's been a year. It's it's just unbelievable. And if anybody could have ever have told us, like even la- like even a year ago, yeah, that this is what it was going to look like. It's so bizarre. It is truly a bizarre experience. Yeah, I saw on the internet a meme that said, um, you know, a year ago they said just two weeks and everything will be okay. Oh my goodness! Actually, I remember reading a story. Somebody, I think it was on Facebook. Now that we're talking about social media, mm-hmm. um, somebody had shared a story about. I think he was living somewhere else, like. And he had already gone through an experience of the pandemic and they were sort of warning us about what was to come. And I remember reading it and he was saying about how it had been like three months or something that they had been living in lockdown. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, (laughs) is that what we're headed for? Like this, it just doesn't even seem real, right? And here we are a year later and we're still sort of living in some version of a lockdown. Yeah. That's crazy. And thinking, there's no way that's going to happen here. Yes, exactly. There's no way. And I remember hearing about the um, cases in Toronto where it first started here in Canada for us and thinking, oh, okay, well, it's over there. Yes. We're safe. Exactly. no problem. That's right. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Little did we know. I know. It's a very strange experience. So socializing then. Mm-hmm. And it's also interesting how the language shifted, mm-hmm. right? At the beginning of the pandemic where we were talking about social distancing and then they switched it. They, I put mm-hmm. in quotes, they mm-hmm. um, switched it to um, physical dis- distancing, right? Because yeah. there was a lot of confusion about the word social. So it's actually funny that we're going to be talking about that today. Yeah, And so I guess... Um, that first conversation that we can have then is about socializing, social media. Mm-hmm. Um, why is it important to socialize? Well, I think we've uh, we've established quite well. I think being in the pandemic, I know for myself, um, that first initial lockdown uh, from March till I don't know, it's a blur till May is. I need, need to socialize. Mm-hmm. I need to connect with other people. So, um, yes, socializing is part of our basic human needs and it helps us just be who we are and it contributes to so many things for our well-being and our mental health. So what function does it serve? Well, exactly that is that it it keeps us it keeps us level headed it keeps us grounded gives us an opportunity to cheer each other on um, it's that connecting to others that really helps us understand that first of all we're not alone in how we feel 
And, um, and second of all, that, you know, we have somebody in our corner or we have somebody that we can connect with to talk about our struggles, um, or we can help somebody else with their struggles. So it's really just gives us that opportunity to do better and to be better when we're socializing. And so what are the, some of the different ways that we can connect and socialize? How do we do that? How do we practice it? Well, I think, so are we talking about right now in a pandemic or are we talking about prior to pandemic? Maybe both. <laughs> okay. Let's say both. Um, so I think like, as we've all learned in this past year, um, how do we socialize um, is, you know, we've definitely turned to the likes of Zoom, Skype, uh, messaging, um, emailing, and uh, connecting through those modalities. So there's some sort of buffer that's in between us uh, connecting with somebody else. And then prior to pandemic, of course, it was, you know, um, getting together, being able to be in each other's space to uh, have good conversations, go for a coffee. So there's so many different situations of how we connect with others. Um, I think it's just been a huge shift in the past year because of the pandemic. And so you're leading me to my next question, which is... Oh, that's good. Yes. Socializing (laughs) is more important now than it's ever been, right? Um, because how because of how things have shifted. Mm-hmm. And it's also harder to do. Oh my gosh. So why is that? It's exhausting. It's exhausting to uh, try to connect with others uh, with this buffer. So when we're talking about Zoom, Skype, messaging, emailing, so there's that little bit of interruption that doesn't allow for the true connection, which means that we have to work harder to connect with people. So you'll probably notice after you have, you know, your Friday night wine night Zoom call with your girlfriends that after you're exhausted. Whereas prior to the pandemic, if you would have went out with your girlfriends on a Friday night to a restaurant to have a couple of drinks, you would have felt so energized and felt like, wow, I can, you know, conquer the world. And I'm so glad I connected with them. Um, so there's a huge shift. And I'm and I'm hoping that uh, a lot of people can uh, relate to this is that it's normal to feel exhausted after the interactions we're having today. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're out of practice. We're, um, we're not connecting the way we used to. So it's, it's exhausting. I, I can, yeah, 100% relate to that, um, as I think most of our listeners will be able to, because it is. It's a truly different experience. And it's bizarre because you think to yourself, well, there's not really a difference between being on camera. You think, you would think, right? Yeah. There wouldn't be much of a difference between being on camera and then being in person. But for whatever reason, the pressures, the uncomfortability, the technology, the actual physical distance, as you mentioned at the beginning, mm-hmm. all of those are make for a different experience from being sort of sitting next to somebody and and having that social connection. And I think the um, also I want to say the desperation of where our emotions are at mm-hmm. is that we are desperate for a change. We're desperate for this to end. So that's going to put the extra stress to perform in front of um, the people that we love the most to let them know, yeah, like I'm okay. But in behind the scenes, maybe we're struggling more than we ever have. Mm-hmm. So I that's think that puts another barrier in our ability to connect the way we typically would with our friends or our loved ones. That's a really good point. And so why do you think we need to connect 
sort of outside of using social media um, options. So like why – what's the difference between sort of connecting um, in person versus just sending a message over Facebook Messenger or DMing somebody on Instagram? What's what What's that difference there? Well, I think if we go back to like the restaurant example versus, you know, having uh, a Zoom call or a Zoom meeting – um, there's so much, uh, so much that goes into an interaction or a connection with others. And part of that is the energy that's brought into the room to be able to, the ability to see each other, to connect physically, to be able to give a friend a hug or a pat on the arm. Um, you know, to just be in the room with people just gives us that extra level of interaction. So, Connecting and socializing isn't only about just, you know, saying a few words. There's this whole interaction piece, so physically and emotionally, that makes it successful and also makes it easier. Hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Things like body language are yeah. so important. And when we're on a Zoom call, you know, usually we get like shoulders up yes. or chest yes. up, yeah. right? Yeah. And so being able to, to read people's body language and also to, to get their energy, it just, it, it just helps things and makes it easier. And I think, you know, the pandemic has really proven how much we rely on all those little nuances to keep, you know, our energy and our conversations going and our connections going. But is it possible that there's folks out there that actually prefer that? <laughs> right? Like we're like, I would say for you and I, we're coming from a place of saying that we thrive in that situation to be able to connect with somebody on a, on a physical sort of level. But maybe there's folks out there that actually prefer to be behind a computer screen or or some sort of screen. Is that possible? For sure. I think that, you know, there's I know I, I have a few clients in my private practice that are secretly celebrating this ability to stay at home and not have to deal with human interaction um, part of me wonders about, you know, the anxiety that's built up around having to get back to socializing because we're out of practice. Um, and that's something that we'll talk about a little bit later on. But um, so part of me would challenge the, those thought processes about, um, you know, I'm celebrating because I get to spend every day and night in the basement on Zoom mm -hmm. or on the messenger system. Um, because socializing is important. And um, even though it might not be your most favorite thing in the world, there's probably elements to it that you really do enjoy, um, even if it is connecting through Messenger or Skype or Zoom. Mm -hmm. There's still that element of I'm connecting with someone and I'm not alone. Right. Okay. So then how can we, I, I guess, thinking about these situations where we are either going to be moving into a place where we're going to be socializing again, or if we are socializing in maybe a Zoom sort of fashion, how can we make it a better or more connected feeling? So there's um, there's a couple techniques that I've thought about and, you know, having I also do some of my work through Zoom and uh, and we've also had um, some family sessions on Zoom. And I think that there's a few tricks that we can do while we're still amongst this pandemic to make it a little bit easier. Um, so one of the things that I think of is um, set up your call or your meeting time in a way that you can be present at that time and in that moment. 
So making sure that, you know, you've put those dishes away in the kitchen or, you know, the kids are settled or, um, you know, you finished up your work for the day and you can truly be present in that meeting and give your energy to that meeting um, so that you can really truly pay attention and not get lost in all your other thoughts. Um, So I think that that's really important. So really dedicating the time to that specific meeting. So you're actually being there, you're participating, you're present in every sense of the word. Yeah. Yeah. And then my hope is, is that by doing that, you're getting a fuller experience Mm -hmm. um, that would be very close to, but not the same as, you know, being in person um, with that other person. Because when you're in person, you don't have any of those sort of distractions that you have in that Zoom sort of environment. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, when you're at the restaurant with your girlfriends, you're at the restaurant. You're having a grand old time, right? Or you're at the pub with your buddies watching the game. That's what you're doing is you're talking about the game. Um, So that you're not worried about the dishes on the counter or, you know, what the background in your Zoom call looks like or, um, you know, are the kids going to run by the screen? All these things. Or there's my email popping up and I need to open that right now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's right. Um, The other thing is, is when we talk about, you know, setting up meetings with others and being in this highly emotional state or, um, you know, just really feeling like we want a shift is to really make sure that you're checking your audience and making sure that you know who you're sharing what with and really thinking about what response you're wanting when you're sharing things with others. So what I mean by that is that if you are um, talking with a girlfriend that you know that maybe has just gotten laid off and, you know, she's got a brand new baby at home and you want to talk to her about how it's been really hard for you to uh, do Zoom calls all day and you're just feeling tired because you haven't emptied the dishwasher and all of this, is to really check your audience and see if you can, if it's appropriate for you to get the response that you want out of that person or if maybe you should shift your um, what you're wanting to share to somebody else that you know you can get the response that you want from. Okay. So actively paying attention to who you're talking to and what you're talking about. Yeah. Consideration of where they're coming from, yeah. what's going on for them and their lives in that moment. Yeah. So if we're going to be vulnerable, I want to make sure that, you know, you're doing it in a safe environment. Because we're already in a highly emotional place right now, we have to be careful about exposing ourselves and being vulnerable in the wrong places um, because there is a lot of hurt that comes with being vulnerable in unsafe places. Yes, and I think that's a good point because I think everybody has, you know, varying degrees as to what's going on for them emotionally, psychologically. Our plates are full right now, so it's yeah. it's challenging times for sure. Mm-hmm. So then my final question uh, for today is about something that we touched on earlier in the episode around thinking about sort of getting out into the world of socializing again. Yeah, It's a little bit strange to think about doing that again, whether it is going out to a restaurant or whatever that's going to look like. Um, is it normal to feel kind of anxious and nervous about doing that again? Definitely. Um, I think we're all out of practice. And I think, you know, the... <laughs> The Zoom calls are probably going to haunt us for a little bit in terms of how we interact with each other. Yeah. Um, 
but for sure. And I do want to really normalize, you know, the anxiety and the worry that's going to come with, you know, um, the world reopening and being able to socialize and be amongst other people um, and how to do a good job. So we do expect that that's going to be just as exhausting as the Zoom calls are right now. Mm -hmm. So um, it is expected for us to be especially tired even after going to the restaurant with our girlfriends or going to the pub for a game. Um, It is expected for you to be exhausted and to not be sure and to be worried Um, So all those feelings are very normal, and it's so important that we talk about how we're feeling. So, um, you know, and I think if you were to say how you're feeling, your friends are probably echoing the same stuff and your family as well. Um, So really just normalizing all those feelings that come with society potentially opening up again. Okay. Excellent. Well, I think we've kind of covered the surface Mm -hmm. of some of the pieces around socializing. Um, We talked about a few things in this episode around understanding why socializing is important and having that connection. It's a basic human need. Um, And we talked a little bit about uh, how socialization has sort of shifted, how it looks different now than it's more different now than it's ever looked um, and how we have to work maybe just a little bit harder for those connections to be the same as what they were sort of pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else, Jenna, that you want to touch on before we close out this episode? Um, so I think that, uh, again, normalizing how we're all feeling. So normalizing that, yes, we are all in a highly emotional state right now, and we have been for a very long time. So that's exhausting. And, um, you know, it does kind of create this cycle effect of, you know, really being in a state of hoping for things to end and things aren't ending. And, you know, like we hope and then we get crushed and then we hope and we get crushed. So it's exhausting. So please, everybody be patient with each other. And, you know, if somebody is being vulnerable with you and you aren't in a place to receive it, then just let them know and say, you know what, I do care about you. And um, I am looking forward to be able to have this conversation with you. I just can't do it right now. Um, So really just connecting with people and letting them know how you're feeling when it's appropriate and to know that you're not alone. Everybody is feeling the same way or similarly. So um, please don't feel like you're alone. And if you feel like you're struggling more than what you should be, then please reach out for support. Um, There's lots of programs and there's private practice that you can reach out to. So please just don't feel like you're alone and, um, and know that there is somebody that you can talk to. And I am hopeful for the future for all of us that we can get back to those Friday nights at the restaurants Mm, and those games at the pubs and wings and all those delicious things. Me too. Definitely hopeful for that. Okay. Thank you so much, Jenna, for another fantastic episode. Uh, I think it was a good one. Hopefully our listeners will be able to relate to some of the things that we've chatted about today. Um, So our next episode, we're going to be focusing on infertility and loss. So I think that'll be a good one. Uh, Again, something that I think many people can relate to. Um, Do you want to take us through to our quote to finish off? Yes. So our quote this week is from Brené Brown, and it is, Connection doesn't exist without giving and receiving. We need to give and we need to need. Thank you for listening to this episode. 
I wanted to share some important information before we let you go. While this podcast will give you strategies to use in your life, it is certainly not a replacement for attending therapy or seeking your own support. There will always be limits to what we can do on our own when it comes to mental health. And while we can give you tools and strategies, we know that they will not always work for everyone. There is value in telling your story and being heard. If you have tried the strategies we discussed and you're still feeling stuck, please reach out to us at Simply Counseling Services. Visit our website at www.simplycounselingservices.com for the services we offer and to learn about the other services that are free. You can also submit your topic ideas for this podcast on this website as well. Thank you again for joining us and we are looking forward to our next time together. Take care of yourself.